Hello, everybody. This is episode 5, Quarantine Edition, or I guess, Quarantine Episode 5 of another shitty podcast. I'm Nick Grace. Pretty soon you're going to hear the one and only Trent Bruce. Welcome. I don't really have much else to say. Last night I dressed in tails, pretended I was on the town. As long as I can dream, it's hard to slow the swinger down. So please don't give a thought to me, I'm really doing fine. You can always find me here and have quite a time. Counting flowers on the wall, that don't bother me at all. Playing solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain It's good to see you, I must go, I know I look a front. Anyway, my eyes are not accustomed to this light. And my shoes are not accustomed to this hard concrete. So I must go back to my room and make my day complete. Counting flowers on the wall, that don't bother me at all. Playing solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51. Cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me I've nothing to do. Don't tell me I've nothing to do. What's going on, dog? Nothing. I'm chilling in Joshua Tree. On location, as they say. On location, baby. Yeah. Welcome to episode five of another shitty podcast, Quarantine. Quarantine edition. Another shitty quarantine. Another shitty quarantine. What's up, Brandon? What's up, Katie? Dude, uh, beautiful background you got there, bro. Thanks, man. Getting some fresh air. Yeah, man. I'm in Joshua Tree right now with a coworker of mine named Matt Rice. And uh, a classmate of his, Lexi, and we're just kind of nice. escaping for a second. It's a, it's cool. Nice. Dude. This is uh, we're recording on the what is this the thirteenth of May? I think fourteenth. No, the fourteenth. This is the fourteenth of May. We're recording, and the idea was that on the fifteenth of May we'd all be free, but we are not. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But but we I are know, not. Man. So, what you got there? Iced coffee. I'm supporting our local coffee shop, Underground Cafe on Robertson. I got the filthy chai. That's uh, Caitlin's favorite drink that, that I used to get her. Filthy chai. It's delicious. It's a chai, an iced chai latte with uh, espresso shots. So it is a lot of caffeine, brother. Yeah. When did you uh when did you get to Joshua Tree? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. So nice. we've been doing a lot of so far I've just done a lot of reading. I plan on doing a lot of writing today. Um nice. I drank half a bottle of, of whiskey yesterday night. And Which kind of whiskey? It was old What is it called? I don't <laughs> 
You had a lot of whiskey there, then. <laughs> if there's a if there's a if there's a brand of whiskey called Old Forester, that's what it's called. Is that real? That, that that's is, what I that's yeah. what I had. Okay. Yeah. And um, we're just enjoying it. I went for a long run yesterday in the hot sun. That that was really good. Gonna do it again yeah. today. And then it's we're gonna go to hot out there right now? It is, but at night it gets down to about the the fifties. It's it's fantastic. We're gonna go to Pappy and Harriet's for lunch after this. Ooh. Okay. Which I've never been to. Have a road beer. Cause there's no nice. rules anymore. I uh, I would like all the viewers that are tuning in live right now, and all the people that are gonna listen to this later, know that uh, Nick Grace is currently pounding Pedialyte. And uh, if anyone knows what that means for an adult to drink Pedialyte. I, uh, I, I, cheers to you, dude. <laughs> well, Either you're, you're preparing or you're, uh, you're trying to recover. Both. Or both. Both. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I will be taking an edible later today. There you go. It should be, it should be fun. <laughs> should be, should be fun. I got a, I got a nice, uh, Zoom with some old friends later tonight, so I will, uh, be tying one on tonight. Um, you and I have talked about this, but I've actually been doing pretty good during quarantine. Yeah. I'm only, I'm only drinking alcohol during the weekend. And so whatever two or three days, two to three days that I consider the weekend, that's when I'll drink. Right. And so whatever you decide to be the uh, weekend, cause it all is right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when I'm like, you know, if I have a zoom call with some buddies or, you know, we're celebrating something, I'll do that. Yeah. I've actually been doing pretty good on the booze, man. I'm still on the, uh, you know, eating right, exercising. I went on my first run yesterday, Nick, in years. How did it go? Um, with our good friend of the pod, Mark Richard. All right. Um, dude, I was actually very impressed. I know this isn't super impressive for uh, active runners, but for someone who hasn't had an outdoor run, like I ran on the treadmill. I don't really count that, though. Um, dude, I had a, I did a mile and a quarter and I had an 11 minute mile pace. So it was like a, it was like a decent jog, but I was pretty proud of myself from not running for years Yeah. and then hitting, hitting a 11 minute mile. So, um, yeah, Congrats. shit. I am fucking sore today. Con- I am fucking yeah. sore. You're using new muscles. Did you have, did you happen to go to your walking hill? Did you do that? I did that this morning, yeah. So there's there's a decent sized hill that I have been hitting up, and I've been doing that so much now that I can be on the phone and have a conversation while I'm doing that hill. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So I'm not getting as winded as I was like a month ago. You're you're gonna be running that thing soon. It's gonna be cool. Good shit. It's good shit, man. You're gonna um, come out of this looking keep- like Jesus. <laughs> I might, I might, I might be, man. Well, oh. hey, if they keep pushing this back, you're going to have a lot of time to do it. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of crazy for, I think most of the people that, oh, hey, what's up, Katie? I think most of the people that um, are tuning in currently with us this morning or this afternoon um, live in Los Angeles and are experiencing the same thing of, um, it hasn't been an order yet, but the LA Times did. Uh, leak out some information saying that it will be highly likely that will be uh, the stay-at-home thing will be until uh, end of July. Yeah. Uh, 
I've heard quite so, a few people say that um, we're going to be doing this until at least next year. At yeah. least. Which, that is fucking crazy to think about, dude. Um, if that's the case, what's up, Jess? If that's the case, uh, man, I'm, I'm going to go fucking berserk. If, if that's the case, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I would buzz my head and shave my beard and just see how long it takes to grow back. Just go hairless everywhere. Hairless? Yeah. I, I've been, dude, I've been, I keep going back and forth of whether, I know I talk about this every week, but yeah. I keep going back and forth, do I let this get crazier or do I just shave it all? How fast can you grow facial hair? I mean, to get to this would take months and months and months, but like to have like just a basic like thin beard, month or two. All right. Remember that joke that we did a long time ago about how the whole reason you got a girlfriend is so she could shave your back? <laughs> yeah. Put her to work. Oh man. Don't don't give uh, don't give Stephanie encouragement cuz anytime <laughs> I don't think she's on here right now, but she anytime she sees my face, which is at least once a day, like we FaceTime or whatever, or I see her, she wants to trim my beard, and I am fighting against it. Yeah. I will only let a, a trained professional do that, that I will spend way too much money on. Nice. Um, shout out Fire Ants. They're all over here, Joshua Tree, getting bit a few times. Shout out Fire Ants, keeping the world moving. Those, those, bright, those bright red ants? Yep. Yep. Put, put Is my it feet up. There? Is it like 90-something? 90-something now? It's probably like mid-80s. Yeah, that's not bad. So, uh, should we just do what's up with our week? Let's, let's get into it, guys. What's up with what's your up week? What's up with your week? What's, what's up, up with, with your week? week? What's, what's up, up with, with your week? week? What's going on with your freaky dude? What's up with your week? Oh, man. Look how fat my fingers are. <laughs> Bringing it home oh with the God. fat fingers. Trent, what's going on in your week, runner boy? Oh, my God. What's going on with my week? Um, well, I got to swim in a swimming pool, which was fucking phenomenal. You son of a bitch. Uh... Uh, one was, uh, I was staying with my girlfriend for a few weeks, a couple weeks, and we, we swam at her grandpa's house, and then uh, Katie, who's on here right now, invited us over last week, and we went to her pool. Of course, social distance, and I actually was kind of paranoid. I looked it up on CDC about chlorine and the coronavirus, <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> it, it kills, <laughs> chlorine pretty much kills everything, and so... <laughs> We, we had a pretty pretty fun day. What's up, Chris Peterson? We had a pretty fun day out in the pool. Um, my, my gal got pretty sauced, and then we went and had a bunch of Taco Bell. What's your Taco Bell order? My Taco Bell order? Yeah. Crunchwrap Supreme. Nice. Yeah, that's what she got. And then, uh, yeah, Steph fell asleep at, like, 10 o'clock at night that night. <laughs> she was, like, in bed by, like, 9.45. Oh, shit. Uh, 
yeah, she had she had a good one. Rose all day. Uh, my dude, my to go order. The, I'll, I'll mix it up, but what I always have to get every time I go: chicken quesadilla. Every time, chicken quesadilla. Yeah. When's the last time you actually went yeah. to Taco Bell? Last Sunday or last Saturday. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like we got drunk and got Taco Bell. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I it was. Uh, should do it was a fun, man. Yeah. Active listening, Nicholas. What's up, Anselm? Uh, and you already know this because I was texting you and Brandon about it this morning. But your boy has been an eBay fiend. I used to have kind of an eBay, not a problem, but maybe an addiction uh, in high school and college. Did I was you say it's not a problem, but it's an addiction? Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh it was more like high school and college i would i would score ebay or like scour ebay for like vintage like wrestling and sports memorabilia yeah and this yeah just like mj's game it's not a pro yeah (laughs) i don't have a gambling problem i have a competition problem um and uh yeah, dude, this uh, the Last Dance documentary has gotten me uh, really into looking up a bunch of vintage Bulls gear, and I finally got the shirt that I wanted. I bought it this morning. I got outbid in the last ten seconds, motherfucker, from someone, uh, and then I found another shirt, and he had an option to give best offer, so I gave him I gave him my best offer, and he accepted. So. I got the shirt in the mail. Come on, baby. It's the one on their last championship, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. What's up, Shane? I'll pause I'll pause my uh, conversation real quick to wish Shane Leary a very happy belated birthday. He turned 20 years old yesterday. Happy birthday, Shane Leary. Happy birthday, Shane. Uh, maybe, ne- maybe next year you can have a legal beer. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> 20 years old. 20 years old. Um so yeah, I finally got the shirt, and Nick, if you go back and watch the last uh, dance during their last championship, uh, right after you know how they put the hat and the shirt on, it's that shirt. It's the one that says uh, repeat, three-peat, and it's got all the uh, championships, uh, all the trophies on That's there. That's the one, is that the one where they're, um, they're wearing during the parade? Correct. Yeah. 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 Good for you, Shane. We're happy for you, buddy. Finally turned Shane finally turned into a grown man. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> this comment section is wilding out today, man. I love it. We're, we're all losing our we're all losing our minds. That's pretty much what's going on with my week, dude. Yeah. Um, same old, same old, dude. Um, oh, shout out to oh, what up, motherfucking Zach. Um, Shout out to Three Weavers Brewing Company in Inglewood, California. They released a variation of their Suntrap Sour today, which I'm going to have to go pick up some. It's with mango and guava. You don't say? That Dude, sounds that delicious. Sound fucking, fucking delicious. That sounds, sounds like a smoothie. That sounds like it pairs well with drinking with your friend in a driveway. It does. <laughs> From a safe distance. God. God. Ugh, what, 
Well, what do I? I would. I think I would murder someone just to get a, a PBR and a shot of Evan Williams at Bigfoot West right now. I think I would stab someone. What about? Uh, Maybe not murder. Maybe not murder. I would stab someone. Okay. Like in the shoulder. Yeah, I don't know why the mango was in quotes. I've Anselm. I've been doing a lot of things with my hands already. Um, I don't know. I can't. I'm caffeinated. Very caffeinated. Very caffeinated. You're starting to huge. Yeah, you're Donald Trumping over there. I gotta stop. I'm gonna sit on my hands right now. Sit on my hands. <clears throat> Nick, what's going on with your week, buddy? Good question. I'm in Joshua Tree, like everybody, like I said, and I'm enjoying it, living life. I've killed a lizard on accident already. I shut him Uh-oh. inside of a door. Picks to follow. I'll show. I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll post no. picks later. Um, so I, I do feel. Yeah, I feel kind of bad about that little guy. Um, my month of running is almost over, so by the next podcast, I'll be done with doing that, and I'm excited because my ankles and my knees have just about had it. They're really tired. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't do a good job of stretch. I'd actually, I don't stretch at all. Oh, well, there you, there you have it. You got to stretch, bro. Yep. I just go outside and run, and that's not the best thing to do when you're 20 years old, just like Shane Leary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you're gonna you're gonna give up? You're gonna stop running for a while? What are you gonna do? To no, I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop running because I want to be. I mean, Airbnbs are something that you can still do. We're doing it, and um, you can still travel within the country. So maybe we'll pick up our documentary and and see what happens. I gotta, I gotta reach out to Nate and see how he feels about it. Um, but maybe we'll pick up that running documentary again. So. That being said, I'm going to keep running, just not as frequently, so I'm in shape for it. Yeah. You know? You know? Shane, I don't run away from my problems. I run into problems. (laughs) (laughs) You squash lizards. I'm real big into making problems. Um, Let's see. We did (laughs) D&D. We did uh, fucking Dungeons & Dragons. And... uh, twice since the last podcast round round two fight yeah it um, was so fun <laughs> it was I'm so getting fun. More com- I'm, I'm getting a little more comfortable with it because it's like a foreign language yeah um there's so much shit going on and to be honest with you nick uh, I'm, I'm getting more comfortable of like okay how much can we improvise and how much can we riff and it's pretty much the whole damn time yeah I'm sh- and I think Sully's hold, definitely holding our hands uh, along because we don't know what we're doing. But once we know our characters more and our abilities, um, it's definitely the nerdiest fucking thing I've ever done. And I'm a pro wrestling fan. Um, yeah, what's nerdier, Nick? Pro wrestling or Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons. Because you don't yeah. beat up that's wrestling like, fans. You beat up Dungeons and Dragons kids. Well, that's that's like like the top of the mountain, right? Yeah. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty fucking fun, though, man, because it is just a bunch of improv and storytelling. Yeah, um, and we're, we're playing entirely with our friends who we yeah. know well. I and I, I think what I need to do next time is have a couple drinks early on mm. and, and an edible or, like, smoke a little bit. Yeah. Because I think I'm too, like, uh, I don't know too focused <laughs> yeah i feel you if, well we're always all of us are always drinking when we're playing and it's towards the end that we start getting like 
looser with it, like what Mark Richard was doing. Yeah. Making it so your character can't sleep <laughs> just for fun. That kind of shit. Yeah, Mark Richard decided at the end of our uh, campaign the other night that his character is like three feet tall and my character is a barbarian half-orc that's like seven, eight feet tall. And he decided to pick a fight with me and just how the dice roll that he won. Um, so that was pretty pretty annoying. Um, Anti-Sleepy Time Bruce, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Anti-Sleepy Time Bruce... Most of this quarantine, I've been sleeping okay. And last night, I thought I was going to pass out because I ran. Dude, I couldn't fall asleep till like, 2 in the morning. When did you run? It was weird. Like, during the day. Oh. All right. Dude, it was crazy. I went on a three-mile walk. I went on a mile-and-a-half run. And then I swept and mopped my entire apartment. So I was fucking exhausted. And I laid down and I just couldn't fall asleep till like one thirty or 2 in the morning. Well, your your body hasn't been that physically active in a long time, so it's got to get used to it. So yeah. I would just chalk it up to that. You think it would help you, like, pass out, though? Usually when I get a good... Uh, For sure. ...good pomp, good workout in. When you I, get uh, the good pomp in? No, that's like... A good pomp. That's, uh, as my dad says, if you can't fall asleep, you're not working hard enough. But maybe it's just yeah. because... It was the first time. You do it a couple more times, your body will get used to it. Like, I don't have a problem falling asleep at all anymore. I'll fall asleep anywhere. It might also have... Well, you exhaust yourself pretty much every day. Um, It might also have to do with the fact that I'm watching season three of Ozark right before I go to bed, and it's pretty fucking intense. Yeah. Watching anything right before you go to bed. I don't know. They say that looking at screens and lights and everything right before you go to bed isn't good for you. That's what they well, say. I know that. But have you watched any... Have you watched Ozark at all? Nope. Oh, man. Season... Episode one of Ozark, season one, it's like the equivalent of, like, season three of Breaking Bad. Like, they already... Like, the the stakes are already, like, out the roof. You know this about me, but I'm like, the, I'm like the kind of guy that if... People keep telling me to watch Ozark, I'm not going to do it. I was the same way with Breaking Bad. Fuck Breaking Bad. Go, what the hell? Don't tell me how to live. Everybody's trying to tell me how to live. Okay. I'll watch something else. Well, like Gumball well, on Cartoon Network. Just watch garbage television instead, Nicholas. It's not garbage. It's just different. Last, um, last but not least, this week in me, uh, my brother bought a new house in New Braunfels, Texas. So shout out him. His wife, Dolores, and the kids, because now they got a new house in New Braunfels. Well, congrats to your brother freaking, and his family. Freaking um, huge. Did they have a house before? Were they, they renting? Or? They did have a house. It was um, smaller. It was just a, a two-bedroom house, and they were tired of whenever the family would come and visit, I would sleep on the couch, and my parents would get, like, a hotel or something, and they didn't want to do that anymore. So they worked out of budget found a really nice house and they got it no debt uh it's pretty it's pretty cool so congratulations how many rooms five holy shit yeah two story no one story texas doesn't do two stories yeah it's weird why is that i don't know they also don't do basements people in texas don't know what a basement is oh man i love basements i know that's where you go during the summer i know summertime 
nice and cold. And tornadoes. They're they're good for exactly. summertime and tornadoes. Yeah, people in LA and people in Texas don't know what basements are. And flooding. Basements also like to flood. Mine flooded all the time. <laughs> Shout out basements, dude. They don't get enough. Shout out basements. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, that's awesome for your for your brother and uh, and for you guys in the future when you go visit. Um, does it have a nice big backyard? I'm assuming it's got a little backyard. I think it's just about as big okay. as. It's probably about thirty feet by fifteen feet, something like that. Oh, tiny. Yeah, that's a yard. Okay, <laughs> it's grass. It's yard. Something that you and I can't relate to. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's so disgusting that so many people in L.A. have dogs, because the dogs are just shitting on concrete. Yeah. Like, there's nowhere for dogs to shit. And walking on carpet, and dogs don't even know how to dog in L.A. That's that's the quote of the week, bro. Just, <laughs> dogs in L.A. are cats. They're just catting around. Um, for anyone that's on listening right now, if you have any questions or what the hell am I doing here? If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to type them below. My phone is freaking out. All right, I'm just not going to touch it. My apartment has grass area for dogs. Brag about it, Katie. Grass area. <laughs> yeah. Nice little grass pad. Anyways, should we get into um, what's up? Uh, you want to start with hip hop? That's a short one. Oh, wait. First, we got to do the weather, though. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to Nick Grace with this week's weather report. How's it going, Nick? <laughs> oh, hey, Trent. I'm uh, sorry about the delay here. I'm, I'm way out here in, in Joshua Tree, so it takes a while for the sound to travel. It's science. The weather is it's hot. Back to you, Trent. <laughs> great, great, I said great, great weather report. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk like a baby, a baby the rest of the day. Or Elmer great Fudd. Great weather report. Yeah, Elmer Fudd. Oh my God. Speaking of Elver, Elmer Fudd, I don't know if anyone noticed our post this week. Oh yeah. For um, to announce that we are going live. Um, our Instagram story post was uh, inspired by the Looney Tunes, the deserts where Wiley, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner would fight. Yeah. So, you constantly, those, I tell you all the time that you constantly impress me with these, with those posters, but that one was such like a breath of fresh air and just like, because I texted you, I was like, make, if you're going to do one, just make it about a desert. And then you did that and I was like, ah! Because I love the Looney Tunes oh, so much. Bro, it, it, it took me so long to get there. But I was like, when I finally like figured it out, I was like, I was looking at deserts, Joshua Tree, cactus. I'm like, this is all fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably can't say that, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's recorded for all time. Uh, there goes your acting career. Whatever. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, Ten-year-old Trent came out. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm not gonna post a picture of a freaking cactus or like, you know, this hipstery fucking 
uh, picture of Joshua Tree, and I found that uh, painting of Looney Tunes. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. It was tight. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so you wanted to do, you wanted to talk about some news shit? Is that what's going on? Let's do it. All right. I may or may not have we, a hip-hop song loaded up and ready to go. We're going to send it over to Nick Grace for this week in hip-hop. <laughs> We're not even actually going to be talking about Riff Raff today. I just wanted to play a, a hip hop, a Jordan hip hop song. So this week in hip hop, we're bringing up Doja Cat again. Um, her song is number one, so we get to see them titties. <laughs> what a great time for my girlfriend to pop on the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, in case you missed it, Steph, we get to see some titties <laughs> from. Doja Cat. Because <laughs> Doja Cat's song think... is number one. It's not going to happen. Did you see that video? Oh, she lied? She, she goes, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Imagine that. She trolled us. She trolled us, man. Who didn't see that coming? Trolled us with those tatums. Fucking titties, right, dude. Tatums. Because titties. Uh... Exactly. Because titties. <laughs> My uh, con- contribution to this week in hip hop is apparently uh, your boy, or sorry, my boy Nelly and Ludacris are doing some kind of thing on Instagram Live with Swiss Beats and Timbaland, and it's called Ludacris versus Nelly. Is it like a rap off? I mean, they're definitely not going to do a rap off. I guess they call them battles right? in the hip-hop community. Well, I mean, these guys, going to the Nelly concert, uh, yeah, he's not going to do a rap-off or a freestyle. That's yeah. not really his style. What up, Robert Mendoza? He, Robert dismissed the best topic of the day. Yeah. Well, I would imagine um, that uh, I would imagine that um, if it was an actual rap battle, Nelly would just get worked. Ludic- yeah, well, Ludacris, Ludacris is, I like Nelly more, but yeah. Ludacris is far superior than um, Mr. Country Grammar. Yeah. Dude, Ludic- Ludacris was, was damn near a fucking stand-up comedian. He's hilarious. His raps are hilarious. He's great. And, like, every two years he'll hop on a feature real quick and smash it. But both of right? them like to feature on country songs. Both of them do that. <laughs> That is really bizarre about Nelly's career is just really weird. He was on, uh, he's like, he was touring with Florida Georgia Line and did a couple songs with them. Hmm. Very, very strange. I mean, if it's any, if it is like uh-huh. one of those battle type things, we've already had Erica Badu and somebody else. They they did a like a sing battle or something. Apparently, it went pretty mm-hmm. good. I don't know how you have a sing battle though. I, I don't know either, bro. 
And that's this week in hip hop. As soon as I get the okay, we're going to send it over to Trent for this week in wrestling because we're sending it over to Trent for this week in wrestling right now. This is the big show. <laughs> Such a crazy, crazy song. It's just like this guy screaming on a blues riff. Um, this week in wrestling, um, I forgot to say this a couple weeks ago, but Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show, has The Big Show Show on Netflix. Apparently, it's like a full house family sitcom type of show. What? Yeah, what's up, Patricia? Yeah, it's called The Big Show Show. He plays a dad. He has a wife and three daughters or two daughters. Um, I'm not going to watch it. But, um, oh, yeah, with Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel's on it. What? Or uh, Jal- Jalil White. Yeah, he's on it. Is he playing The Big Show? Like, does his is his, I got to go to work, and it's wrestling? Mm-hmm. No way. Right, he he, he's playing The Big Show. It's The Big Show Show, dude. No way. Um... That's high. That's high. Uh, high class television. That's that's TBS Superstation type like, shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> the fact that it's on Netflix, I was pretty surprised. So good for him, man. Uh, so for this week in wrestling, Money in the Bank pay per view was last Sunday. Um, they decided to do the Money in the Bank uh, Money in the Bank ladder match on top of the corporate headquarters. In Stanford, Connecticut. Of course, all this is pre-taped now. It's not live. Um, it was shot like a movie. Um, but the women's and the men's uh, matches were at the same time. Um, so there'd be all these different cut scenes of them going in and out of the offices. And there was like goofy appearances. Um, like Brother Love was an old 80s, 90s character that showed up. Um, John Leonidas, or Laurinaitis showed up. And then, of course, Vince McMahon showed up. Like they ran into an office and then we're fighting and it was Vince's office. Um, so that was, it was fun. It was a fun way to do that match during, you know, a fucking quarantine. But they ended up um, on the roof, right? Yeah, they ended up on the roof. The finish, um, I haven't talked with this to my wrestling buddies yet, surprisingly enough. But the finish was uh, with this guy named Otis. He's part of a tag team called Heavy Machinery. He... AJ Styles was grabbing the briefcase. The briefcase dropped out of his hands, and Otis caught it. And it was a shock to me because Otis is pretty much a comedy um, wrestler, like a gimmick wrestler. Mm. He's this big, fat, like truck driver-looking guy, and he's he's pretty much just a comedy act right now. And this Money in the Bank stipulation, you can cash that in for a title match at any time. So I don't know what they're doing. Honestly, um, if my wrestling buddies want to chime in right now, I think it, the match itself was really fun and unique, and it was uh, cool during this time. But if anyone wants to chime in of why the fuck that they gave Otis the money in the bank, doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I mean, he's not going to be a heavyweight champion, so um, I thought that was weird. Um, Becky Lynch came out on Monday Night Raw this Monday, 
and relinquished her women's championship, her Raw women's title, because she is going to be a mom. Uh, her and Seth Rollins are pregnant with a kid. That was a shock. Um, I don't know. Were they, I know that they're were together. They but, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're together. That's well known. But it was uh, surprising to me because she is just um, very um, on top of the mountain with the women's division. So um, you think if she would have a kid, it would be later on in life. But, hey man, you know, maybe, who am I? Who am I? Maybe she really likes the guy. I think she really does. But that was a shock. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Um, also, um, Sami Zayn was the current Intercontinental Champion, which is like the mid-card title. Uh, so it's not the, the big title, but it's the one right underneath it. And he had to uh, relinquish his title because he was not willing to fight uh, or compete during the quarantine. And so, sadly enough, WWE said, well, if you don't want to do your job, we're going to take the title off of you. And now they're going to have a tournament for whoever wants to win that title. I feel that. Um, I mean, if everybody else is carrying on, you can't just let this dude keep his title if he's not going to yeah, participate. I, Even I if, see it both ways, but yeah. that's a shitty way to lose your title. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the... Uh, oh, shit, yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch was probably pregnant during Mania. Maybe. Um, the Undertaker, uh, they came out with WWE Studios, came out with an Undertaker documentary called Get This Nick, The Last Ride. Sound familiar? It does. Wink, wink. It does. It's a five-part series, five-part series airing every Sunday. Um, the Undertaker has a move called The Last Ride. It's like a power bomb. So that's his, uh, but it sounds very similar to Last Dance and coincidentally is going to be airing on Sunday nights. Uh, I watched episode one uh, that came out after the pay-per-view. Um, it's actually really good. Actually really good. Um, so if you're a fan of Undertaker or you're just a fan of wrestling, give it a go. Yeah. Um, so- WWE does really good with their documentaries. Uh, it's just so weird seeing them break kayfabe and break character and calling him Mark Calloway damn near the whole documentary. It's kind of weird. Mm. Um, the guy who had, you know, arguably... Not even arguably. Everyone in the documentary, all the legends, Stone Cold, Hogan, Ric Flair, Vince, like everyone is saying, you know, The Undertaker was the best gimmick that we've ever put out. Yeah. Um, So unique and so different. And so for someone like that to break kayfabe and they're calling him Mark Calloway or this and that, uh, it's pretty interesting. He never has let anyone film him his entire career, like behind the scenes. Um, He kept character this whole time. So that was interesting. Um... It was announced that Mike Tyson will present the TNT Championship at the Double or Nothing AEW pay-per-view. Um, he will be the one to present that title uh, to whoever wins. Uh, it's going to be Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer. That will be a good match, and it's pretty interesting they got Mike Tyson uh, to present that title because, as you know, Mike Tyson was a special enforcer at WrestleMania during... Uh, the 90s versus uh, HBK and Stone Cold. Mm. So he has a connection to wrestling too. And he's back in fighting shape, he says. So yeah, he's having knows, a little might, bit of a resurgence. See, you might see, uh, I don't think I want to see a 50-year-old Mike Tyson fight. No. Nope. You might see him throw a couple gimmick punches here and there. Oh yeah, former DX member. Um, and then last but not least, Nick, this is going to pique your interest. 
uh, at this Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which I attended the first Double or Nothing pay-per-view with some good buddies that are on here right now, um, some good brothers, uh, last year in Las Vegas. So they're doing Double or Nothing again this year. Um, it'll be Memorial Day weekend. And get this, they're having a five-versus-five-way match on a football field. Um, because the owner of AEW is also part owner and executive VP of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so they will be having their match on that football field. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, everyone's least favorite team all of a sudden. Yeah. No one cared about them. Now everyone hates them. <laughs> yep. Because Tom Brady so That's going to be an interesting match. Yeah, right. Stadium Stampede match. Oh, um, you so know what that means. That's a, you know what that means. We're going to have a Rob Gronkowski appearance. Oh. No, he's with WWE, though. Oh. But you might. Well, that would be, be a surprising... Well, he, no, he's currently the 24-7 champion, I believe. Oh, so he can't... Damn, that would have been yeah, perfect. Yeah, he's, he's got that Vince McMahon money. Okay. Damn. But that would be, that's, an interesting, that's an interesting crossover. I thought I had um, something So there. that's for this week. That's this week in wrestling. I'm going to send it over to Nick Grace for this week in basketball slash goat slash the last dance. Tiptoeing in my forehead, you motherfuckers boring, you sleeping on me snoring. Don't Same song all over again. Oh man, I am tiptoeing in my jaw. Everyone's calling you a dumbass. I am a dumbass. Why are you? Why are you a dumbass? I, I fucked up wrestling. They don't. Pl- he doesn't own the Buccaneers. He owns the Jaguars. Ah, another shitty Florida another, team that no one cares yeah, about. Yeah, another no-name Florida football team. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's the Jaguars. They do have some cool uniforms. I'll give them that. They do. They got a quarterback with a cool mustache too. So I'll respect. All right, Nick, give it to us, baby. All right, this week in basketball, starting off with something that I've been harping on the last couple weeks about kids leaving early from college to go to the NBA or going straight to the G League, all this kind of stuff, and how I was like, you should go get an education right now because there really isn't a league to go to. Well, I just found out that as part of the G League contract that they are offering these kids, they are going to then pay for your tuition later on whoa so they're offering kids 500 grand and then offering to pay for their tuition later on now i've completely flipped my position i don't think kids should go to college at all now go get your money (laughs) go go get your money and then go to college later and they're paying for it it's it's like uh it's like a super super souped up version of joining the army except for you're getting paid more money, and you're not going to die. There you go. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a great deal for the kids, man. This, that. Yeah, it's all because Good. the NCAA really dragged their feet with this, and this is what's it. Sports are going to be different from now on, outside of the pandemic, obviously. Um, sports are going to be different from now on, especially in college. What's up, JP? So, yeah, I think um, – yeah, why would you go to college? Great, great point. Right. Get your, get your money. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the ESPN greatest players list? I mean, 
we've got a little basketball thread going on, and a friend of the pod, Dominique Thomas, and I had a differing opinion. You know, these greatest players lists that ESPN's putting out, ESPN, Bleacher Report, all these, you know, sports um, outlets are like, are really, you know, craving content. They have nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, okay, put out these lists, you know, especially during the Last Dance documentary um, of like, who's the greatest basketball player. I don't have a problem with it. You know, compare. there's going to be comparisons no matter what. If you're good at something, you're great at something, there's always going to be comparisons. Mm. You know, um, it is annoying just for the sake of uh, that's the early content and, you know, for like entry-level sports or basketball fans, you know, they'll point to that kind of shit. Um, so I did, I did agree with him in that sake. But I don't really have a problem with lists. I mean, there's compare. That's what we do with everything. We compare everything, um, and it's fun. I don't think it has to be all that serious. I think it's fun. Yeah. What What do you think about it? He said, "Is like, oh, it disrespects the game of basketball." Having a list in general. You mean or like all these comparisons, didn't, didn't, and all these lists? Right. Because yeah. he was like, he was like, a, yeah. Because he's like, how do you compare this person to this person and all this shit? I don't think it disrespects the game at all. I just think it's uh, it's an it's annoying <laughs> to just have to have it. All all these lists do is bring up more arguments. It's just yeah. Like right now, it's the big one is Jordan or LeBron, and it's only the big argument because there's nothing else to talk about, and sure. it's fucking annoying. And uh, now we get to argue about is Giannis Antetokounmpo better than Allen Iverson all time that kind of stuff yeah it's just it's just a weird it's weird I looked at the list and uh, objectively as a as a basketball guy I've got problems with it but then at the same time I don't care Hmm. and they got like they got the they got the the only one I care about is that MJ's number one and they fucking nailed it so (laughs) so good for them there you go um, last dance. Yeah, dog. Hey, last dance. Let's start with episode seven. The best episode so fucking far was incredibly. I didn't think that it could an episode could get more touching than episode five. Yeah. Um, was a Kobe one where they talk about Kobe, and then this one was just so painful. It hurt to watch, you know talking about his his relationship with his father and uh but man it was beautiful the episode started off hilarious though do you remember when um they're interviewing jerry krause and jerry's like there's nothing wrong with this team whatever and he walks away and then you just hear the media yeah you hear one of the media people go way to go craig and then it just starts the episode this is craig sager right I hope so. I don't know, but I, I think hope it was Craig, so. I think it was Craig Sager. Um, and that's Craig before he started wearing weird suits, too. Um, yeah, but they were, you know, they, they were trying to poke at Jerry Krause, basically, you know, ruffling feathers, saying, oh, you got all this, all these problems going on in the office yeah. uh, with coaches and with the team. And so it pissed him off. Um, and then he just walked away and didn't answer any more questions. Yeah. Uh, the episode in general, though, was great. Um that that one that one pretty much destroyed me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty... <laughs> Pretty much anything with a father-son dynamic, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it hits me pretty hard. And uh, it was really well told. I didn't realize, um, you know, I was a kid. We were all kids when this was happening. But yeah. how quickly, how quickly the news spread of his father passing, and then you found out that he was shot down, mm-hmm. and then how quickly they moved from, oh, MJ's dad was. Uh, found dead, then he was shot, and then oh, this must have something to do with him, right? And gambling. I was like, holy shit, what, what kind of pressure? And uh, you know, under such a microscope, and honestly, like, fuck the media for that stuff. Yeah. Um, no respect for you know losing your father, your parent, your loved one, and no respect for you know, um, someone who just passed away. And there's really no shred of evidence that, to this day, that that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that is still a very like prominent theory. Like people still talk yeah. about it all the time. We even mentioned it about. on our on our Michael Jordan episode. We mentioned it, but it's um, baseless. There's the it's, it's it's literally a baseless rumor, but it's gained traction because enough people have said it. It's and it's just so strange the way they talk about it. You know, he pulled over on the side of the road. He was traveling through the Carolinas, pulled mm-hmm. over the side of the road in the middle of the night to, to take a little nap, and then didn't, you know, no one heard from him. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very strange. And it was very strange how they kind of like were nonchalant. I mean, it's been over 20 years, so. Yeah. Um, they've probably had time to grieve and, and to really let that hit them. But it, it was pretty strange in the timing of everything. The one thing I didn't know either is that MJ, before all this happened, told that one guy friend or reporter yeah. that he was like I'm thinking about quitting basketball and playing baseball. Yeah. Before. I didn't know that either. With his dad. I had no yeah. idea. I thought it was and they, and they did detail that it was it, the the year prior it was because of his father and him and his father talking about it. But I had mm-hmm. no idea that it was that I I just I was always under the impression that his father died and he's just like I need to change this. I need to go do this thing that me and my dad yeah. that um like i need to do this thing for my dad and in a way it was like that but it was just it had started a year a year ahead of that crazy there's this is one of the few things that every once in a while i'll find something else out that's new and i'll just be kind of kind of shocked one of the other things that i yeah. noticed about the episode and it specifically pertains to um was tony was the was the Tony Kukoc and this was episode seven, right? Where he was, Mike was playing baseball now and uh, Tony hit the last shot. Uh, Scotty yes. on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. You and I talked and linked about this. Yeah. So that was one of my biggest takeaways from that. Scotty is my favorite bull of all time. I don't think he's the best, but he's my favorite. And I was shocked because I didn't know that he did that. And thinking about why him sitting on the bench and why they won the game but why it affected the team so negatively afterwards with they felt they felt their their emotionally it was as if they lost because of what their leader yeah. just did bill cartwright was literally crying in the locker room and uh yeah. the thing that stuck out to me because there was that leadership style that what we up, saw Jeff? What up, Jeff? There's that leadership style that we saw with Scotty. 
And there was also this leadership style that we saw with Michael, where Michael was very in-your-face, aggressive, negative, poking people constantly, trying to get them to essentially fight. Tough love. Yeah. Tough love. And about how that would seem like a strategy, like a bad leadership strategy, but it's effective in that it's authentic. And what Scotty did by sitting on the bench wasn't authentically Scotty. It shocked everybody. That wasn't something Scotty would do. Yeah. And that's why it hurt so much more than anything Michael ever did. Like everybody even yeah. says in the documentary, they're like, Michael's an asshole. Yeah, but he's effective. And we're glad that he was like this. So this is one of my biggest takeaways that just you can tell when people are authentic and when they're inauthentic, whether they're leading yeah, it, or whether I mean, they're not. I didn't know that moment about Scotty, and it definitely changed my opinion about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was rough, dude, um, to leave your team like that when you are, you know, a, a big leader on the team. Yeah, and I did think one of the funniest moments was when uh, when. Michael was saying that uh, he, it was the irony when he was saying that Scotty's decision to not play was going to haunt him every time they talk about the Bulls. And I was just like, well, this is ironic because you're bringing it up now as we're talking about the Bulls. Yeah. You didn't have to, but you did. And that was so, pouring a little salt, salt in the wound. Mike's not been the kindest to Scotty. He's, he's yeah. praised him, but he's also kind of, he's not really been the kindest to anybody. And, I don't fault him for that either. He's he's human and he's very competitive. And he also holds on to grudges, and you can you can see that. Um, yeah. The the uh, baseball, holy shit! I cannot yeah. wait to do our baseball Michael Jordan episode to prove to the world that he was not bad at baseball, considering he hadn't played in like fifteen years high in high school, and now he was playing professionally, and. So he wasn't the Michael Jordan of minor league baseball, but he also wasn't fucking terrible either. He was an average baseball professional player after taking 10, 12 years off and doing something else. So I can't wait for that. Yeah, his. uh, we will do a a Michael Jordan. I think what we'll do is we'll do a Michael Jordan baseball slash Michael Jordan Wizards Mm -hmm. uh, episode um, to touch on. Um, his accolades outside of the Bulls years. Um, yeah, him as a baseball player for someone that's like completely un- unheard of for someone to change sports like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are doing two team or sorry, two sports athletes there in the nineties. I mean, that shit will never, ever happen again. Yeah. Um, but even then they were playing them the consistently fa- the whole time. Yeah. The fact of how he just jumped over the only reason that was possible was because he was Michael Jordan. Right. Um, you couldn't be a, you know, six-man or a bench player or, like, a no-name and be like, I'm just going to go play, you know, minor league baseball for the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 100% because of his star power. Um, it, and, and he batted over 200. Yeah. Um, At a 13-game hitting streak is, to start it. Which is phenomenal. Um Nick, you got five minutes, my Hey, bro. so ep- the ending of episode seven was just fire. It was really intense to see how important it was, how important winning 
at all costs is to Michael after we've seen why it is, but then also to see how it does hurt that one, other people don't see things that way. And that also in doing so, he's, he knows that he's hurt other people by doing yeah. this. And man, that just, I was almost crying at the end of that. It was crazy. Episode yeah. eight started off with uh, BJ Armstrong and the whole thing where he's over in, uh, at uh, Charlotte playing against yeah. the Bulls. And people forget that BJ is one of the greatest shooters in the history of the NBA. And they, they forget that because he was on a team with Michael Jordan. And um, he's fantastic. And he, now he's an agent in the NBA, and he's actually a really good agent as well. But oh, shit. It, was, uh, it was refreshing to see, to see him get some light because we're, we're, like, slowly get, getting to talk about some of the lesser-known bulls, which is the lesser-known bulls to kids in the 90s are known bulls to, to kids in the 90s. We, like, everybody yes. knew that whole bulls roster, and so it's cool to see those faces again. But um, I did not know that MJ switched jerseys in the middle of a playoff series. I thought he switched the next year. I had no idea. Learning something again, new. When, uh, when MJ switched from 45 to 23 in the middle of a playoff series. Oh, yeah. I thought he did it at the end of the year, which also brings Can us to the, how, yeah. the, the making up stories. That, that was the most fascinating one, and I still can't believe. Yeah. Uh, we talked, you and I talked, and, and Sipka talked about it, how, um, you know, Michael would say something about an opposing team um, or opposing player. Like Le Bradford and, Smith. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then come to find out it was all fabricated. It was all in his head. He just made it up mm-hmm. to get himself in this psychological space to be ultra competitive. Yeah. So... He would tell himself that someone on the other team was talking shit to him just to be competitive. I'm like, dude, that is like some psychotic shit. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. But then we were talking about it, and I, and I had the thought that if you're playing in a, if you're playing this sport and you're the best in the in the world, and everybody knows you're the best in the world, and they're not going to upset you because they don't want to upset you, and because they worship you, you're gonna have to get some sort of thing somewhere that's going to drive you. Yeah. And from that standpoint, I was like, that doesn't sound too far-fetched. What it do, what it did to me though is just be like, man, I'm going to start doing that <laughs> in my in yeah. my in my life because it's something I've never really thought of, but as actors, we do we play mind games like this all the time. And people do it. Yeah. We play mind games like this all the time. So why not play a mind game that's going to help you and maybe hurt some other people, but <laughs> but uh but help you. Um, Can I give you a random fact real quick? I would love for that. The only, re- the, the only reason I found this out is because I played 2K recently. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know John Sally ended up playing for the Bulls? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. No idea. Because I was texting you. I watched. I've been consuming a shit ton of 1990s. Um, basketball content. We've got two minutes. Okay. Uh, 90s. And so I watched the Bad Boys uh, 30 for 30, which is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, and John Sally and Dennis Rodman, two members of the Detroit Bad Boys, mm-hmm. ended up playing on um, the, what, 95, 96 uh, Bulls team, which yeah. is crazy. I had no idea that John Sally was a Bull. Yeah. All right, that's all. 
Um, got a minute 30, Nicholas. Cool. Take us home. So I really was impressed with when, when Tim Grover was given an interview in episode eight and he got choked up just talking about what it takes to be great and demanding greatness from yourself. Oh, his, his trainer. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, there's YouTube interviews of Tim Grover that are well worth the watch. He's just uh, he's the same mentality as Michael Jordan, and you kind of have to be to train a, an animal like that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> episode eight ends with a great meme laughing at Gary Payton for Gary Payton thinking that he uh, could control Michael Jordan or had him handled. And, oh, man. And, uh, again, it's just great to see that MJ won't even lose now a battle that happened later. in the past and he won't let someone be he won't let someone's truth in their interview be the truth <laughs> he has to be yeah. right and i fucking love it you can't lose that is this 30, week 30 in seconds. basketball i can't wait for next for the next two episodes the last two episodes take us home this sunday yeah this sunday yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of another shitty podcast quarantine edition uh, every thursday we are going live on Instagram Live at noon, 12 p.m. PST. That is on the West Coast. Brah. Uh, you can find us on at Trent Bruce or at Sleepy Nikki G for our live podcast. Or if you did not catch us live, um, you can check us out at another shitty podcast anywhere that podcasts are hosted. Um, personally, I listen on Spotify. You can listen on the podcast app, Stitcher, and many, many more. Uh, you just type in another shitty podcast and or Trent Bruce and Nick Grace or another S asterisk 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 Y podcast and you'll be able to find us uh, yeah thanks for listening guys you are great uh, shout out to Lolo Jones we did not have time to get you on the podcast but we'll get you next week shout out to Michael Jordan he's the goat and we are excited to watch The Last Dance wish there was 10 more episodes probably just gonna have to rewatch them peace Solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me I've nothing to do.